1: We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together.
0: We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back, friends, to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Dickerson, and today I'm thrilled to introduce you to Terry Painter. Terry, how are you today?
1: Oh, I'm excellent. Thank you. It's so good to be with you, Annie. Thanks.
0: Absolutely. Now, Terry, I know you've seen tremendous success. You've written an amazing book and you've been in real estate for quite some time, been part of many syndications. So excited to dig in and pick your brain today, but start by sharing with us a little bit about your background and your story. How did you get into this whole crazy world of real estate in the first place?
1: Yeah, well, it has to do with a part of my personality, which brings me a lot of joy in life and also can be a problem. And that's that I get bored very easily. So in 1996, I had a small chain of French bakery and restaurants. And what was happening is that after working in one, we're getting them going training the staff after about four or five months. I just wanted to build another one. I had no interest in actually working there because I love the whole idea of getting it designed and all that. So I had a banker buddy that was a really good friend and he just loved, he did my financing quite a bit too. He just uh, loved his job. So I asked him, I said, how do I, you know, you're always working on deals. You enjoy it. How can I do what you're doing? Because you're telling me you can't lend me any more money now for another restaurant. My wife's saying no more restaurants. So, (laughs) So anyway, so from that, uh, I actually ended up, uh, I was very, I mean, actually, uh, I was reading on a vacation, I read this article in Entrepreneur Magazine that said, own your, was actually an ad that said, own your own mortgage company to business and commercial real estate loans. And I just like a light bulb went off and I said, that's it. So I'm, everybody thought I was nuts. The only one who believed in me was my mother. So what I found out is that I'm actually a deal junkie. And this, and also, you know, I started out investing in, in apartments with my family when I was quite young. So I have a little bit of that in my background. I've been an accredited investor uh, and so on, and also invested in real estate myself. But what happens is that I love crunching the numbers. I love looking at the deals. I love the challenging time, for instance, that we are in today. Because in my 24 years of having the honor to work in, this, uh, in real estate, I, I've never seen anything like what's going on today. Yeah.
0: So dig into that a little bit further. What makes where we are today, what makes it so unique? And what are you sort of seeing out there?
1: Well, with the exception of a few uh, you know, communities like let's say Greenville, Colorado, Color uh, Greenville, Carolina, and maybe some places in Arkansas, the rest of the country, and especially like anywhere on the West Coast, like where, where you're from, Annie, what we're seeing is that uh friggin' C class properties uh are actually You know that are in fairly good condition are actually in good neighborhoods are going for the same price as, uh, you know, B class properties as far as the cap rates go, and with B class properties have much nicer amenities and so on, and and also it's just more difficult to uh, cash flow for for in our business where a year and a half ago prior to coronavirus we could actually uh, somebody could bring a lot. uh, of America, twenty-five percent of the closing table. Now they have to bring uh, thirty or even forty percent down. So it's you know it's a bigger nut to crack.
0: Mm. So tell me a little bit, I'm always curious about this. So you mentioned you had a friend who was uh, working in this space and really passionate, loved their job. And it sort of attracted you to this space as well. And you got into, it, and it sounds like you really love it too. So yes. tell us a little bit more about wh- what do you love about the numbers and the deals and the, being a deal junkie? Uh, yeah. What what are you passionate about?
1: Well, what I'm really passionate about, Okay, so. What I love is my clients. I love working, mm. especially with my syndication, mm-hmm. uh, my exp- I should say my experienced syndicators, because yeah, uh, and this is a this is a time where you really want to go with a more syndic- more experienced uh, sponsor, uh, because it's a tougher time. But what they're doing is you're actually putting together deals so intelligently, and for me to actually work with them and assist them with that uh, is just fun. It's just like, cause we have, it's just more of a challenge. And I like that. That's just a part of my personality. Um, yeah. And so it wasn't much fun. Like when in the great recession, when we literally couldn't close any deals hardly, but right now it's a very, it's a very challenging time, uh, just coming out of the coronavirus recession, but you can still get deals done if you put your mind to it. And it just takes more work. It takes a lot more time to find the right properties and to evaluate them so and also just remain just removing the fluff when we get uh, an offering memorandum and the initial financials that the listing agent might be trying to sell us getting rid of that stuff and looking at fact you know and then putting the deal together soundly i like that
0: yeah yeah so I wanna ask, since you've had, um, you've worked with so many different syndicators and you you have a unique perspective on the syndication process. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for somebody who might be newer to syndication right now, maybe they don't have that experience under their belt quite yet, or the network under them, is now a good time to get into it? Or how should they navigate that if there's somebody newer to the space wanting to get into syndication?
1: I think that now is an excellent time. Now, don't get me wrong; it's not to say that there aren't more inherent risks right now be, because properties are more expensive. But if you think about just keeping your money in the stock market, and what happened just this last week and a half, you know, diversifying into real estate is always a good thing. And what, for, through my experience, what I have found is that what you have, to, you know, basically um, today and for, during any other, you know, whether prices are good even during those times, you still have to have a good business plan for that property. And so today, what you're going to be, first of all, is that forget cash on cash return and forget these great preferred returns that uh, used to be promised at 10 or, my God, even 12%. And today, we've got to look more realistically at maybe about 6% uh, on a preferred return. And cash on cash actually might, might not be there for the first even a year or two, and or until you could actually raise rents, you know. But what I've seen is with my experience syndicators is that they find the right properties. Quite often, they do have undermarket rents. They'll do some very low cost value adds, like adding car carports, maybe doing some um, keyless entry, which brings it up to an A or B class proper A class property today. Adding some more amenities. Uh, And so on, you know, just carports or covering the parking area, you know, is amazing. You could get more rent for that. These are not expensive things. And and these are things that you could actually increase. So what you got to think about today is the equity multiple and the not cash on cash return right away, but the equity multiple. And that's, and if you could look for a deal where you could get close to doubling your money within five years, well, that's actually, you're diversified into real estate now, which is not liquid, of course, it's not like you know, but- it's really giving you a sound foundation for the future. Since the 19, since the uh, 1880s, property in America has all, there's been dips, but it's always gone up. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, especially with everything that's going on with inflation and with the stock market. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. What I want to add about inflation is that remarkably, uh, and uh, remarkably last year through October for a full year anyway, Rents went up an average of 10% nationally. As long as rents you could raise rents, your property values will always fall and go up. You know, that's that's the basic tenet of commercial real estate, anyway, <laughs> multifamily properties, as you know, of course. So
0: yeah. and also look at yeah. the
1: IRR, look at the internal rate of return, because commercial properties always make the most, and this is true for any rental property, really, but they really make the most income from appreciation. And mm so
0: yeah absolutely absolutely it's that combination the cash flow is nice it's a good to have and it's sort of on some level it's an indicator of that things are going well with the property right but you're right it's that appreciation where you're really going to get that that uh, larger return and terry since you've worked with so many different syndicators over the years i'm curious what are some of the things that you've seen that separate the people who see success in this space and maybe some of the people who get stuck
1: that's a very very good question annie what okay so i've seen it all basically i've worked with syndicators that were newbies and at, and at times when um property when you could you know property values were capitalist cap rates were eight or nine or even ten percent that could work but today what I'm seeing is is a very skilled set of a more experienced uh, sponsor who actually they treat that it's not smoke and mirrors, it's not walking the walk and talking the talk and trying to sell somebody. They take their fiduciary responsibility very seriously and they are not gonna sleep at night if their investors don't make money along with them and they wanna take care of them. And so what they're gonna do is they take extra time to if they it's really not about the cap rate where it's not really about necessarily today what uh, you're paying for the properties as as much whether you have a sound business plan and and you actually know the numbers in other words you know that the rents truly are under market you really know what these value adds are going to cost you you have a team in place what's great about the sponsors that are experienced is they already have you know contractors they work with they have property management companies that they totally trust, that are not going to rip them off, that are going to work with them to increase rents. It's a finely tuned machine. Unfortunately today, you know, that's what you need to actually be successful. So uh, does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think... That team aspect that you mentioned is such a big part of it. And through that experience, I think a big part of what it gives you is that resourcefulness and that ability yeah. to have not just your core business plan and to make sure you're vetting at all your assumptions, getting as accurate as possible, but also to have a buffer in place in case things don't go according to plan right. to know, here are the other options. Here are the other levers that I can pull. And I'm so glad you touched on that that responsibility factor, right? I think that you're right, that that's a big part of what separates the people who see success from those who don't is that the people who succeed are really committed not just to their own success, but to their responsibility to their investors.
1: Exactly, and I think think it's gotta go both ways, especially today. uh, passive investors, what you really want to do, if, if you're listening, is you really want to make money along with your sponsors. You want to be on the same team with them. It's not the them and us anymore. Sometimes they're set up that way. But you really want to be on the same team. And you want to make sure, if you think about what the sponsor sponsor has to do from finding the right property, vetting it, then applying for financing, raising capital, and you know, then overseeing management, you know, and then someday either refinancing, or uh, selling the property. And that's a lot, that's hundreds, if not thousands of hours of work over many years. And so you wanna make sure that they get paid as well when the property sells, you know, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that alignment of interest is so important. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And so now, so now you've been in this space for quite some time. And so now what, what are you focused on now in this kind of unique environment? Has your business strategy changed at all? Or tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, actually, okay. So because properties are more expensive, we are doing certainly more much, uh, we're doing more refinances. And fortunately, because my company apartment, Law Store, we represent over 40 different you know, fund sources, we actually can be fairly flexible with how we, you know, put a deal together. But uh, what we're seeing, what we're seeing though, is that there are uh, that almost everything is being sourced, all the deals are being sourced off market just about everything. It's very difficult. I have so many clients and I have some that are getting great price offers for their property and they want to 1031 into something else, but they can't find anything working through a realtor. So it's again, what I find with my experience syndicators, uh, sponsors is that they already have such great boots on the ground with real estate professionals that are searching out properties for them specifically. And they put deals together in this tough market, tough to find, uh, you know, property market, you know, they they find deals f- according to what the sponsors are really looking for. And yeah. so that's another one of your, you know, one of the key specialists that uh, experienced sponsors have already, you know, working with them. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I think that's so key is the, the systems, having those systems built up and yeah. also thinking outside so- the box.
1: Right, yeah exactly so what we're also was frustrating about my job today and for my staff is just that is that we have a lot of deals that when they initially come in. They uh, you have know, to are people who are looking to buy properties it's just that they, they gets everybody gets so excited oh my God, this is. Oh, well, this is like a 5.7 cap and everything else is selling at a five cap. You know, I can't believe it. You know, and so by the time we get the actual financials in, though we find out, oh, guess what? It's this is a 4.7 cap or 4.9 cap. It's not what you think you were getting. It's just like it's just like dating is one of my favorite analogies. You know, you got it, you know, it starts up, people get excited about meeting somebody new, and then there's that getting to know you phase. And oh yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> and that could be you gotta so. What I love about, one what, what of the things that I actually, in my book, I talk about it for, you know, it's just that I don't get to fall in love with the property. I just look at, to me, it's, I'm not going to be owning it for the most part. So I, I have to look at just the, what's really there, you know, and I find that my experienced sponsors do the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of your book, and thank you so much for sending me a copy of the encyclopedia. Oh, you can't see it on the screen, but the encyclopedia of commercial real estate advice. And I've started going through it and it's just incredible how you're able to go into the details and the nitty gritty of how it works, but also keep it relational and easy to understand. So tell us a little bit about what led you to write this book and what are you hoping that people will take away from
1: it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's really crazy, but I got the, this email from the managing executive editor of, of Wiley Publishers. They're they known for the mostly for the dummies books. And what, and it just said, we like your writing because I'd written articles in some major magazines and so on. They said, would you be interested in writing a book? And they said, it's going to be called the, the Commercial Real Estate Encyclopedia. And my first thought was it was a joke getting this email. <laughs> and then I then I looked the, guy, the editor up. <laughs> And I thought, oh my god, I he published one of my favorite books called The Toyota Way, which was an uh. amazing, it was kind of like uh, just just, just how um, you know, like, like in the 80s, how Toyota actually yeah. completely changed the business model, right? So that's an old book, but anyway, so and then basically he just said, Well, I have uh, an executive, so I contacted him and I said, You know what, I cannot write a boring book, I love the. I, I would just not really want to write an encyclopedia. I'm for someone to say no, but then I thought. So what he said, but he said, you know what, we have an editorial committee that's meeting in, in five days. Could you please give us a proposal? You don't have to, who knows? Let's we'll see where it goes. So I, what I just, I proposed a how-to book with an encyclopedia. And I tell lots of really good stories for my clients uh, in there. So to make it interesting. So, you know, so it's a good read from that standpoint, but, but with the whole thing is that if you're going to even be a passive investor, you have to understand that commercial real estate is a business. And my book actually will give you Everything you p- could possibly need to know about how this runs as a business and and you know what to watch out for and pitfalls to avoid and so on. Understanding it, you know, how the number crunching the numbers and so on. So uh, yeah yes.
0: That business aspect of it is so important. It's something that not a lot of the the gurus, so to speak, talk about, right? Because they're always focused on go find a deal, go talk to brokers. Sucks. And yeah, and then so if there's this whole business around it, you have to have the infrastructure and the systems and the processes to be able to not just get one deal under contract, but able to support this growing ecosystem yeah. that you're building with your investors and your brokers and all of that.
1: Right, right, and just knowing actually, like even like, you know, even okay, so we just went gone through a lot of major rent increases, but just knowing when to raise rents, that's like yeah. that's a skill set. You know, mm-hmm. I've had I've had you know, uh, investors that have bought properties and they should have just kept, you know, maybe raised the rent 6%, but they decided to do 12% and then they had people moving out, you know? And so you've really got to know, you've got to have the ability to really crunch the numbers with the market. So,
0: Mm. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Terry, from your perspective, um, You know, if you could share some advice with the listeners, maybe some pitfalls you've seen with various syndicators and sponsors you've worked with, or just some, some advice so that they can get on their way and see success in this unique environment, we should put it. Um, Mm -hmm. But what, what advice would you share with them?
1: Okay. Well, there's just some, there's some basics you want to go. You want to, there's some, these are like, these are, uh, I have twelve recession-proofing techniques in my book, and I find that a lot of my syndicators are thinking of these all the time. One of which is you do not want you want you want to make sure that your sponsor, as I mean, is a group, that you actually have uh, some working capital. Okay, that is so crucial because that will get you through any time. The last thing, yeah, you, know, you, you really don't really, you know, you really don't want to have to you know, uh, have the sponsors have to scrape money together, you know, uh, at, a, at a bad time. And and we just never know what's going to happen, but it's, you know, we do have, uh, we have lower um, margins today of, of, you know, you know that yields and we have to, we, and so just to protect yourself, you could ever, you know, my uh, successful sponsors sleep well at night because they know they have that cushion. Um, you know, second of all, buy, make sure the property's in a good neighborhood today. And with you want, you want, you want to have it's you want either retired people or uh, millennials or people that have good jobs. During the during the coronavirus recession, it was only the um, working class neighborhoods where people were making $15 dollars or less an hour that did not pay the rent. But in my clients that had properties in good, strong neighborhoods, uh, you know, with good tenants, quality tenants, actually, they paid the rent. You wouldn't even know there was a recession. So that's another uh, another really good one. And um, you know, and then also as I've already mentioned, uh, you want to go with. You, this is not a time to buy a property that needs to be repurposed, probably or uh, or major uh, or major rehab. The main reason is you're probably going to because properties just are so expensive. You're going to be paying too much today for a property that needs a lot of money. So make sure your your sponsors ideally are sticking with. The types of value adds that I spoke of earlier, you know, uh, sometimes you're just rebranding a property, uh, which doesn't, you know, it's just giving it uh, a new look, a, a, a new name, new website, uh, some uh, pizzazz. Is <laughs> it doesn't really cost much, but that could yeah. really make a difference. So
0: yes, well, absolutely, such great tips on, you know, not only how to succeed but how to mitigate risk. In this environment, um, and so Terry, I can tell you've got not only tons of experience, but you're so open to sharing, um, sharing your wisdom and your advice. So I know our listeners are going to want to follow up, get a copy of your book, and learn more. And so tell them what's the best place they can go.
1: Okay, uh, my book they could find on Amazon. Uh, otherwise, you could reach me at apartmentloanstore.com. Apartmentloanstore.com and i also have a youtube channel which i just recently started i'm doing it with my son he's a he's a film school student and uh, it's called the the same name as my book the encyclopedia of commercial real estate advice channel i know it's long but oh well <laughs> so I thank you i love that yeah.
0: love that you and your son are getting into it together that makes yes. it all the more fun is he does he invest in real estate as well
1: he really doesn't. He he's a very creative, artistic type guy. So, mm. but someday I think he's still in his early thirties. When he gets older, yeah, I think he might have an interest. But so far, no, he does not. <laughs>
0: love it. Well, I love how you're still bringing him into the fold, and maybe through all these videos, he'll learn a little bit more and fall into that. Yeah, he says hole he wants. <laughs> he, he is
1: learning for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. All right, Terry. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing so openly of your story and your wisdom with us and our listeners. Uh, To all of our listeners, be sure to follow up with Terry, get a copy of his book. It's full of insights and wisdom that you're definitely going to want to get your hands on. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch all of you on the next episode of the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you
1: are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com. And please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you.